As I said earlier today, we can stop now. Jets are playing in the Super Bowl after that video. I'm hyped. <laughs> Joining us tonight to continue our double header of Jets coverage to kick off our AFC and NFC East preview week, we got Tyson from Let's Talk Jets Radio. What's going on, my man? Bro, that intro was excellent, man. I was ready to start tackling walls over here in style. How do you beat that? <laughs> I was, I tell you, I was getting pumped too. You know, it was one of those things when I put it together and then put it out that was like, wow, actually, uh, that got the blood flowing. Uh, I'm ready to, I'm ready to rock. Uh, oh, dude, but that it was, was excellent, dude. It's like, but that's the feeling of Jet Nation right now. Everybody's just ready to roll, man. It's just, it's exciting times. That's what it is, right? It's, as, as we were talking about prior, it's like there's something different about this season, and maybe it's just because Joe is competent and Robert Sala's got a lot of energy and all of a sudden things are starting to turn our way. We'll see. Uh, it's, a, it's a loaded AF, AFC, but I'm not buying anybody telling me it's the same old Jets anymore. No, I mean, it seems like they, they actually, they have a vision. They have a blueprint. They have a plan slowly, but surely they're following through on it. And you could actually understand it in the past. We were always sold this process, but we never knew what the process was. And yeah. after two years, you're like, you know, well, this didn't work. Let's restart it. Now we're seeing it, man. They have legitimate talent now. There's young talent. There's a core. There's a nucleus. You know what? A, you know what a jet player is supposed to be now. So it's it's hard to not be excited, man. Yeah, absolutely. And with camp starting this week, we're in that phase where you know uh, football is less than fifty days away, yeah. uh, and it's that cabin cabin fever. I mean, it's yeah. just I'm, I'm itching to watch this team get out there and play, and uh, just hopefully we have a great preseason and guys are in. And guys are healthy. And uh, we can kind of start there because there's we were talking about all the reasons to be hyped about this season. Where is there cause for us to get really pumped about this Jets version in 2022? And where should we maybe pump the brakes a bit and temper some of those expectations? I mean, if you look at it just objectively, it's like Joe Douglas legitimately upgraded a lot of position groups on the team. And this isn't like just like we drank the Kool-Aid, we're going to hype guys up. They took, they got quality players in free agency. They got quality players in the draft. And now you have game-breaking talent, legitimate game-breaking talent on both sides of the ball. And they have depth. Like, it's not not very often they have depth, dude. Like, when you can lose, say you lose a Corey Davis, you lose something like that, you have Elijah Moore, you got Braxton Barrett, you got Garrett Wilson. I mean, look at the running backs. I mean, there's legitimate depth all over the place. The Jets never had that. And it's young depth, too, man, where it's like, how do you beat that? That's That's the blueprint for rebuilding your team in a fast way. They're growing together, they're learning together. And then you have the young quarterback that when, you know, most general managers say we're going to build around our quarterback, they're actually doing that. Like you're taking away hero football from Zach Wilson. You're saying, you know what? The tight end position, much better. Running back position, they go three deep. Wide receivers, you go five deep. And an improved offensive line. It's like just play within the offense, spread the ball around, get the ball in the hands of your playmakers and let them make plays. And, and you'll be fine, dude. It's like, it's, it's how do you not excite it? It's, it's legitimate. I'm happy that you mentioned that keyword depth. Uh, we were talking earlier today, and someone else said that too, that this team has got incredible depth, which we haven't had in so long. I mean, we got multiple tight ends, yep. five to six wideouts, two to three running backs. I'm even confident in our backup quarterback, you know, if we need yep. to have him play a game. You know, it's yep. just there's a lot of depth on this team. Um, are you nervous at all about the, uh, about the O-line? I know there's been talks about, Becton's health coming in. I'm not as concerned about him being on that PUP list this early, but um, are you concerned at all about, about the O-line in terms of depth and, and quality? We have some great starters and adding Tomlinson was huge, but are you yeah. maybe concerned if at all I had, about that if part? I had, well, I have some concerns. I think they need a backup tackle in the worst way because yeah. 
Fant and Becton are on a PUP right now, which obviously you can come off at any time, but they're both there. And the thing is, if you have you don't have a backup tackle behind them, really. That's proven. I mean, you have guys that are there, but they aren't very good. So they yeah. had they brought in Riley Reeve. If you can sign a guy like that, if you have to pay more for him, I really don't care. Pay more and get a guy in here. Other than that, it's like to me, I'm not gonna panic about Becton yet until he starts missing practices. So the veterans report tomorrow, then you say, Okay, is he practicing by the end of the week? Is he practicing next week? That's where you got to figure out where he's at. If he starts missing practices, man, then you're like, all right, what do we have here? Because this has been a pretty long, you know, way out. Then is he gonna play left or right? I mean, I'm not sure if you think he's gonna play. Personally, I think he's playing right tackle and you know, fan and left. But once they get that ironed out, it's gonna, you know, I think they're gonna be solid. You know, Vera Tucker may take a little time to get used to the right side, but overall, you could have, in theory, on paper, two Pro Bowl caliber guards. When was left, the Jets had that. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you add in if Beckton just returns to what we think he can be. He's at that upper echelon player too. So it, it's I, I think there's a lot of positives. Just get these guys healthy, get them on the field, get them practicing. Then you feel a lot more confident. Yeah, that was a huge piece last year is we never really got to see what that Jets team was going to be because I don't think there was a moment of last season when they were all healthy. Nope. I mean, we started the year when we lost Carl Lawson right yeah. right away. We lose Becton in week, in week one. Zach yeah. goes down in week four. I mean, it's just yeah. we never really had a chance to see that team. I think they were the most injured or at least the second most yeah. injured team uh, in the NFL last year. Yeah, and you look at the receivers too. Corey Davis goes down. Elijah Moore right. goes down. Michael Carter at one point went down. Like, you never had that young nucleus all together at the same time. So – that's the one thing you hope, like you mentioned it earlier. It's like just everybody stay healthy throughout camp, get to this, get get to week one healthy. But the depth's gonna help, man. Because there's been times in the past where somebody goes down, we're starting guys off the street, which is just never a good situation. So now yeah. you have you have the ability to do. And I think to be completely transparent with you, I think the upgraded tight end position is enormous for Zach Wilson because that's your safety, that's your safety valve, that's your blanket. Yeah. You know, if you you can hold defenses accountable with the, with the tight end position opens up the outside, they can run the ball more effectively. That is just – that is going to do wonders for Zach Wilson. I would agree completely. I thought two of the most underrated free agent signings that the Jets made didn't make the biggest splash, but CJ, we saw what he did yeah. for a young Joe Burrow. Yeah. He's a great asset, especially when you get towards, you know, towards the end zone, but also Conklin. Yeah. Conklin's a guy that can block in the run game. He can catch the intermediate routes. Yeah. Cousins, Cousins loved Conklin. Yep. You know, and it's just I, I think those are two very underrated free agent signings. And then because we drafted a tight end, too, yep. who's going to be a more project. But, you know, I definitely like those two signings. Looking at that draft, Tyson, uh, we got two studs on the offensive side of the ball. We got Brees Hall and yep. we got Garrett Wilson. Who's a good player comp that that New York Jets fans can be looking forward maybe to seeing a little bit out of those two guys. And uh, how do you see them lifting this Jets offense in their first season? I, to be honest, I hate doing player comps because yeah. it makes the expectations go so high. Like right. just for example, for sauce Gardner, we're longtime Jet fans, man. Everybody's trying to get that whole Revis thing. And they're like, well, is yeah. he Revis 2.0? And it's like, that puts the expectations so high. So say, for example, for Brees Hall, you see comparisons to Barkley, Saquon Barkley. You see Edgar and James. I mean, Edgar and James is a Hall of Famer. Like There was a, somebody mentioned to me, Le'Veon Bell. I'm like, all right, like I get it. But to me, Brees Hall is a game-breaking talent. He has elusive speed. He, he's physical. He can do a lot of really good things. He's improving as a receiver out of the backfield. These are all things where it's like you can hold defenses accountable now. You can take, you can take advantage of mismatches against linebackers, against safeties. And, you know, I, and honestly, I think they're going to run the ball a lot this year. I think, yeah. you know, the best way to take pressure off Zach Wilson, run the football. 
that gives you play action pass, gives you all a whole variety of different things. And he's a really good compliment to Michael Carter, who I think is a really good running back. Like I like Michael Carter. Like I was comfortable with him being number one this year, to be honest. Like I was like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Same. So for me, Brees Hall is just, dude, you get him in space, he's gone. He is just explosive. He's electric. And then, you know, that's, and then Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson's in a really good spot, dude, because there's no pressure on him. Because you have Elijah Moore, who we all think is going to be a star. You have Corey Davis. You have Barrios. Like, there's not, you're not saying, you know, Garrett Wilson, come in and get us 85 catches and 1,000 yards. doesn't have to do that. He can catch 40, you know, 40 catches, 700 yards, and he'll be good. And the names with him are crazy, too. You're seeing what? Because people are saying Beckham, Devontae Adams. Like, yeah. Oh, and I was like, dude, the, like, you want to, you want to, like, be like that. But to me, it's like, let Garrett Wilson be Garrett Wilson. Let him be the great route runner that he is, elusive, really good in space, do all these things, spread the field. Let him just do that. Let him be him. And yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna do very well. But they're very, very good players. They're high character guys, they're team guys, they're their captain material, they're culture guys. They're, it's all positive stuff, man. Yeah, I, I saw a player comp actually just like an hour prior to coming on the air for Brees Hall, and it was Adrian Peterson. People on actual yeah. Twitter were saying it was Adrian. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I want to be great too, but man, as you just said, like, let's, uh, you know, yeah, cause that's, cool. cause that makes us think that if he has 600 yards and seven touchdowns, that it was, that he's not yeah. living up to the expectations. Well, that's, that's the thing is dude, that's like they're year. highly, they're high, it's a highly touted rookie class, but the expectations for all of them are like, listen, it's going to take a year, dude, a year to get in, acclimated to the NFL. And the problem yeah. is you see guys like Justin Jefferson, all these guys have these breakout years. We want that. We want chase. We want this, but it's like, th- those are, you know, that doesn't happen very often, man. Like just yeah. let them be themselves. They're in a very good offense. I have a lot of, I have a lot of confidence in Mike LaFleur, but they're also going to be, they're going to be rotating in and out. They're not going to be exclusively at the position. So, yeah, you know, it's, we'll see. I was psyched to get Garrett Wilson watching the, the whole Jets draft process go. And uh, they, they were even sitting there like kind of nervous. Is, is this guy going to fall to number 10? And when the Falcons took Drake London, no disrespect to Drake London, yeah. but I wouldn't have taken him first off of that board and for the Jets to get Garrett Wilson where they got him. I mean, the Jets arguably got the three best players at those respective positions yeah. in their first three or three of their first four picks, uh, which is wild. I would See, even they, argue that uh, Jermaine Johnson is top Yeah, that, that was my question for you, though. Yeah. So at 10, yeah. dude, I was like, you got to take Jermaine Johnson at 10. I was Same, freaking you know? out. Like, yep. I was just I was going nuts. I was thinking the same thing. I said, this has to be like an edge rusher. We got to get yeah. an edge rusher. And when we passed and I was like, wow, man, okay, we'll, we'll take Garrett. I, I like Garrett. And then as the draft got deeper, I was like, yo, trade back in. Like, let's go, let's go and get an edge rusher. I didn't think it was going to be Jermaine. I didn't think he'd be the guy no. that fell that far, but man. it was a roller coaster ride, man. Cause you're sitting here. Like your whole goal was like, you want a pass rusher and a receiver. I'm like, all right, you got the receiver, yeah. but now where's that pass rusher coming from? And you don't want to wait till the second round. You're like you got, and they, the more he dropped, you're like you got to like be aggressive, and they did it. You're like, wow, it's like the like perfect scenario for the Jets, which I'm not used to. And I mean, I'm no. sure you're feeling the same way. We're not yep. used to our team making that move to trade into the first round yep. to go and get a guy, you know, yep. which is great to see. And uh, speaking of some guys who you, you mentioned, it takes about a year for guys to get acclimated mm-hmm. to the NFL. Well, Zach Wilson had a year last year where it wasn't the most positive at spots. A lot of injuries surrounding him. His his wideout core led the league in drop percentage. Um, you know, the only guy who had a good drop or had a good catch percentage was Braxton Berrios at yeah. 5'9". I mean, his his uh, guys were definitely not helping him out. But this year is a big year for Zach because there's they surrounded him with talent. Yep. 
So what area of Zach's game do you think he needs to he needs to, to get better on his own here this upcoming season to help elevate all that talent around him? I think he has to take a big step. And a big step's not really saying a lot because I think he started out, he's so low right now. Like, he didn't play well last year. He no. finished a year strong, but overall, that year was, was poor. So, yep. for me, it's like firm command of the huddle, firm command of the offense. Know where everybody's going every particular time. So, you can explain it to him. Listen, man, you ran the wrong route. Go this way next time. Like, be that guy. Let the guy start resonating to you. Become that that leader of the team. Like, that's where you start becoming, you know, like the franchise quarterback that everybody wants. Then it's just like, you know, control turnovers, which we saw at the end of the season, which he did. You know, it, to me, it's like this year, the big step is like a little bit above game manager. No, get everybody in the right spot, run the offense, you know, do all that stuff. And then maybe next year become that game changing quarterback where you make, you know, consistent splash plays two, three times a game. But I just want to see him get in the flow, understand what's going on, you know, and then you it make you feel good about it. week in and week out. Be very consistent. You don't want to see two good games, three bad games, you know, like yeah. become erratic, like become a lot more consistent of a quarterback. You know, it's funny what I think also it hurt Zach last year is you you already mentioned the the sinful player comps. People were calling him out of the draft. The yes. the Mormon Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Just because he threw at some funny arm angles. And then all of a sudden, when we didn't get the Patrick Mahomes, we're like, oh boy, like, was yep. this the right pick? And he's got some arm talent, but man. Yeah. Comparing the kid to Patrick Mahomes right out of the gate was a bit. Or even bit Aaron Rodgers, they were saying, because when they practiced yeah. with Green Bay, like, oh, look, the Rodgers, they weren't the same headband. And it's like, listen, like, we all want to believe in him. <laughs> but it's like, th there's just so many new things last year. New head coach, new coordinator, new quarterback, new receivers. Like, everything was new. And they threw everything at him. Like, it seemed like he was just swimming out there. He didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Then, you know, he gets banged up. And then everybody that comes in plays better than him. Mike White, Flacco, Josh Johnson. You're like, dude, is it the kid? That's what, then, yeah. right? Like you get, but then you went, and we were also at a time like I know I was. We we're questioning the floor. Like, what the hell is Mike Lafleur? Because this offense is terrible. Yeah, he goes up in the booth. They change a lot of things. They all adjust, and then they get better. So, I mean, I I, I like Zach Wilson, dude. I we we've been to practices. He's got ridiculous arm talent. We've all seen it. He's he's a film junkie. He's a football junkie. He tries to do all the right things. You saw him go all across the country, you know, organizing events with his teammates. Yeah, like he's doing everything right, man. So it's like. I think he'll be there, I, and they're surrounded. He's surrounded by talent, so I think it's it's a really good environment for him. I think it's just a matter of him doing it. And like we said, we, we've been talking about it, man. Talking, talking, talking. Now it's like get on the field and show us because we think he can do it. Yeah, I would love to see that next level happen this season, and I would yeah. love to see it happen early. So we're not we're not waiting until week eight, and then all of a sudden we're we're one and seven, yeah. and all of a sudden now he starts. To, I want to see it right out of the gate. Let's yeah. let's get around I mean, it and let's see Zach. The worst case scenario is if I'm talking to you this time next year and we still have a lot of questions about Zach Wilson. Yeah, if right? we're still talking about his next year the year yeah, that Zach like, Wilson that's, But that's legitimately – that's with him yep. and Salah. It's like you want to kind of realize that Salah's the right coach this year and Zach Wilson, yep. that you have a really, really good feeling about him going into year three. If you don't, then it gets – then we, we're back to that, you know, mm -hmm. that gray area again. Yeah, we're back to the Sam the Sam yep. Darnold loop that we've been in a couple. But the times. but the only thing the only difference though between Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson is we actually surround Zach Wilson with a lot of talent now. Like there's yeah. there's not really I mean everybody likes to say there's not a lot of excuses. There's really not, dude. Especially if the yeah. offensive line plays well. He's got playmakers, man. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, he's got a defense this upcoming season mm -hmm. that I'm hoping also keeps the Jets in these games for the offense to win. Yep. Last year it wasn't the case, and it just a lot of it was us having this expectation that maybe Sala was going to come in and just fix it right away because he's a he's a he's a defensive guy. 
but he didn't have the guys. He didn't have his players. It takes a while. Carl Lawson goes down. Boy, I looked at the roster again, and I just couldn't believe it. There's some talent in depth on this defense. Um, so what do you kind of expect out of this solid defense in year two? What are we going to look forward to? Well, I mean, last year was historically bad. I thought it was, it was embarrassing on many levels. I didn't like the way Solid made excuses for it. Well, it's not the scheme, but it's not the players. Well, then who was it? Like, cause there's, some, yeah. there's, there's somebody's at fault here. Yeah. So what they went out and did was they added a tremendous amount of pass rushers, which we needed Ed rushers for the last 20 years. They finally got them. And getting back Carl Lawson's enormous. But you add Jermaine Johnson. You know, you have, you have all this talent now, which is great. The secondary is going to be much improved with Sauce and DJ Reed. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a big Jordan Whitehead fan. Like, again, if you if you look at the weakness, to be honest with you, I think it's up the middle where it's, you know, C.J. Mills, we all like. Quincy Williams is a decent linebacker, but there's no depth at linebacker. Do they have the, the run-stuffing defensive front that you got? You want? Is it Sheldon Rankins? They lost Fadakasi, but, you know, they don't. They, they may need another defensive line at the middle, but there's the linebacker depth kind of bothers me, and then safety too, opposite of Jordan Whitehead. Like, we like LaMarcus Joyner, but what yeah. is he hasn't played? You have all these young guys, dude. You know, you have Will Parks and, you know, Pinnock everybody likes, but – that's kind of where you have the little bit of a concern up the middle. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, stop stopping the run was a big issue last year, especially you know, in those glaring games against the Colts yeah. and the Patriots. Um, and I think Jordan Whitehead's going to help with that. He's a yeah. guy who comes up and tackles. But Absolutely. the depth at the linebacker position, are we going to see guys that were taken last year, like Sherwood or Nazareel Dean? Are these guys going to yeah. make an impact this year, or are we going to probably have to do it a little bit by – Get Quan Alexander, man. Sign I, him. That's the guy, man. I've been saying yeah. for a couple of weeks now, I think the guy – I think the answer is not on the team right now, and I think right. you're right. I think it's Quan. Yeah, I, I mean, that's – you have to, though, dude. You, like, it's just – like, obviously, every roster is not going to be perfect, and you want to have faith in young guys who drafted because they've been in the building now for a year – you, you have an NFL offseason under the belt. They have the conditioning. Like Quincy Williams could emerge as a star for all we know, but yeah. you just like to keep tinkering. And that's kind of where I think Joe Douglas will be kind of active, where once training camp starts and things you know start happening, I think safety, linebacker, and tackle, they'll try to find ways to add players. I've heard a lot of rumors actually on Twitter that uh, the Jets are in on the Jesse Bates possibility. You know, he's he's going to be up for new. Are you, are you looking like you want that move? I don't know if I want to give up a lot of draft capital for safety yeah i mean i understand why they would do but i'm not willing to spend top of the top end dollars for him i just don't i mean yeah. you already gave big money to jordan whitehead not big money but it's decent money i just think that money be better better spent elsewhere you know it's just to give up draft compensation and a big contract for him do you need like that kind of safety is that much of a playmaker i'd rather get a linebacker I mean, who's the guy um the guy from the bears that's available now was it rokon rokon smith i think like i'd right. rather change it up a little bit and go other places than uh than safety yeah, I would I would agree with that too. We already kind of played the whole high paid safety game, and we shipped him yeah. to Seattle. You know, before yeah. <laughs> we kind of played that game. Yep. Uh, and boy, did that one work out. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we got a lot of things to look forward to. But part of the Jets, you know, path to the playoffs. I mean, we can think that our team's going to be better, but even if they're better, they got to be better than other teams inside of their own division yeah. first. So if we're looking at the AFC East, how much? Like, where would you rank the New York Jets right now? How much should we look into? Are, are they better than Miami? Are they better than New England? Obviously, they're not better than the Buffalo Bills. Right. But are can they get past New England and they get past Miami to maybe snag a wild card spot? Or are we still looking up in this thing? 
I mean, I, I see no reason why they can't split with the Patriots and Dolphins. Yep. I, I like to me, like I'm tired of always conceding losses. I'm like, oh, we can't beat Bill Belichick. Yes, we can. Like, like I think Zach Wilson's better than Mac Jones. I think we have more talent than the Patriots. That's what I honestly believe. You know, the, the, the Dolphins have legitimate talent. They also have a first-time head coach, and I don't believe in Tua. I've said a million times, I think that Tua is limited. And he, you can expose him. So uh, Tyreek said he's the most accurate quarterback yeah. in the NFL. And I, I want to see what Tyreek says in, like, November and December when he's pissed <laughs> right. off and he's got, like, 35 catches for, like, Yeah, I was going to say, after yards. he throws a couple of deep balls 25 yards short. Yeah, of the feet. yeah let's see. But for the Jets, though, like, we talked about the improved talent. Like, they need to go toe-to-toe with their division rivals and start winning football games. They have to do it, dude. There's no more excuses. And these, this isn't your same old Patriots team. They're well coached. They've also had a massive change. In the, they lost Josh McDaniels, dude. Like, they're yeah. often, they don't even have an offensive coordinator. I guess it was a Joe Judge or where they wanted the, the coach of the day or whatever it is. Like, we have to start being, they had the Jets have to be, be held more accountable to win these kind of games now. The, the mediocre teams or the average teams, you got to start winning these games. The higher level teams, be very competitive with them. Now, I don't think that translates to playoffs this year. I'm still in that yeah. seven, eight win range. But that's a big step for the Jets, which is sad because seven, eight wins is still a losing season. But yeah, it's a big step up for us. It's a huge step. And as as long as if we're playing meaningful games in the last month of the season, that's huge. Because yeah. one, the guys that all these young guys grow from that, they understand yeah. playoff, that playoff at you know, atmosphere, the feeling. Yeah. And then hell, if they start winning those meaningful games, yeah. then all of a sudden you got a lot of potential with that young core growing together. Um, it's a very soft schedule when I was looking at it. They're playing that fourth place schedule. But as you mentioned, if you can't beat the guys in your own division, you can't be talking playoffs. You got to get past the Miami's, got to get past the Patriots. Well, yeah. And you also got to establish an identity too, because your first half of the season, you're playing some very physical football teams. So yeah. your defense is going to get tested, man. Like, this is where I'm kind of harsh on Salah. Like, you're going to come out, you're going to play some very physical teams. Your defense better step up and match the intensity and match the physicality. You can't get pushed all around the field because then your offense won't get the football, which we saw last year. You know, like there was times where Zach Wilson didn't get the ball for like an hour. You know what I mean? It was like it was there was just, that was one insane. game against the uh, Colts on Thursday night. It was ridiculous. Know, it was a lot of hype, and then we got ran over. It was like 500 yards, and then I didn't. Yeah, and I and I'm a big solid guy, but I didn't love the post game where he was just like, "Yeah, I don't know what happened." Yeah. I, I, know, <laughs> I know what happened. Like, but you're playing. You're yeah. playing the Ravens. You're playing the Browns. You're playing the Steelers. I, dude, they're gonna get after you, man. I don't care who the quarterback is. They are going to challenge your manhood on the field. You got to match it. You got to be more physical in the trenches. And that's if you can do that, you can compete with anybody. You really can. That's that's yeah. where it all starts. That's right. We're starting with the whole AFC North gauntlet. So we can yeah. we first we can win the AFC North. Now we got to worry about winning yeah. the AFC. East. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, first we got to take them out. Yep. Uh, well, let's let's play a fun little game. Whenever we have a guest on, we like to kind of switch things up and play play a little game that uh, has a lot of knowledge or some you know feel about former classic players. So the, the game we got for you, Tyson, is uh, it's definitely not easy. It's called Flight Schedule, and what's going to happen here is we're going to show up on the on the screen the states that this player played in during their football playing career. And then you have to guess which classic Jets player took that flight path. And these aren't like, you know, the Darnell or, sorry, David, you know, clownies. Uh, these are like, you know, okay. like, you know, big time classic uh, Jet players. So we'll, I'm just going to show you this one here so we get a feel for the game. So we got this person played college in Pennsylvania, then played for the Jets, then played for the Colts. It's a big time classic. The answer would be okay. Joe Klecko. 
So the first right. one is where you played college at. Yeah, the first one okay. is where he started in college. So we have Joe Klecko, right? Temple. Then he went on to the Jets and the Colts. Ooh, so here we go. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. This one is – so we start college in Louisiana. Then we okay. take a flight to the state of Washington, played for the Seahawks. Then we go to the Jets, and then we finish our career down in Tennessee with the Tennessee Titans. Oof. So we got Seahawks. Oh, Kevin Mawai. Kevin Mawai. We're starting hot here. Kevin Mawai. <laughs> that is Kevin Mawai's flight schedule there. And if this was 2022, all those would have been canceled. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it, but when he was playing, they were all, this one's a fun one. Look at this one. Holy oh. cow. So he started college in the state of Michigan. Then he went and played for the Browns in Ohio, then to the Jets. Then he took a trip to California, played for the 49ers. Then he went all the way to Washington, played for Seattle. And then he finished, and he came back to the Jets. So Michigan Browns, wow, this is an interesting one. This This is a prominent player, huh? It was an interesting path, and uh, he was an interesting uh, rental that uh, paid off for us in the short, short term. Uh, not, nothing really happened when he came back. But. Michigan. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say. That's no, not Jumbo Elliott. Uh, I have no idea. Ohio, New Jersey. Which one? The California team is which team? The 49ers. So Jets, 49ers. Then it's, it's not Lavernius. Uh, dude, I have no idea. This is an interesting flight path here. I didn't realize it was this many teams. Braylon Edwards. Oh. I only That's recognize him as Browns and Jets. I didn't even realize he went to the Seahawks and the 49ers after that. But a nice short-term rental for the Jets. I like the Seahawks the, the one that threw me off. I didn't I, Yeah, I didn't know he played for Seattle. I was definitely not one. Uh, let's go to the defensive line here and we uh, okay. we 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 start playing college ball in in, in the state of South Carolina. John Abraham. John Abraham. You didn't even you didn't even need the flight path there. John Abraham. Yeah. Went to the Jets, then played for the Falcons, went to the Cardinals. He got the Jets. All right. This one, I needed multiple lines. Oh, <laughs> Started his college playing career in Florida. Then he went to the state of Ohio, played for the Browns. Then he went to Maryland and played for the Ravens. Then he came to the Jets. Then he went to the Cowboys. Then he went back to the Jets. Then he went to the Patriots and finished his career with the Carolina Panthers. Long playing career. Had a nice stint with the Jets. Um, injuries kind of right? took him down. Yeah, injuries kind of took him down. Uh, let's see. Browns. This was the Jets twice, huh? Yeah. Came back. <laughs> a lot of these guys <laughs> went, came back and uh, shows you our kind of history throughout the 90s and Dude, I have, 2000s. And was, I have no idea. Would it help if I told you that he played quarterback? No, I, I have no idea. This is a this is quite the flight path for Vinny Testaverde. How <sighs> about that flight path there? Look at how many teams that dude played on. Unbelievable. I don't remember his second stint with the Jets. I, 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 don't, I don't remember that at all, but. That's this one's crazy. one of my all-time favorite Jet players. Still got his jersey hanging up in the closet. But he started his college uh, playing career in the state of North Carolina for NC State. Then he went to the Jets. Had a Jericho Cotri? Nice it is. Jericho Cotri. Jer- he's one of my favorite all, all-time all Jets, man. Yeah, he's love, definitely. He's such a, just a great person off the field, too. Did a lot with his charity and stuff. He's a really good player. Yeah, he's he's done some great stuff, man. I love whenever I, I, I hear him on the radio and stuff. We got... 
two more here for you. This one's this one's an interesting one. So another word, he st- started in the state of Florida for college, played at Florida State. Then he came to New Jersey, played for the Jets. Then he went to the to the Seahawks. There's a lot of Jets Seahawks connections here. Uh, then he went and played for the Patriots in Massachusetts. And then he he finished his career, finished his flight schedule playing for the Tennessee Titans. Um, he was a uh, kind of started off as a kickoff specialist, but dug out a role as a nice running back for the Jets in the early not, to mid 2000s. It's not Leon Washington. Uh, is I'm it? gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that one. You said it. It's Leon Washington. Yeah. It's Leon. Leon. A lot of Seattle Jets connections. Yeah. Man, Another then, fan favorite, too, man. He's a I big love fan Leon, favorite. Man. Love Leon. So remember that kickoff against the Titans. Yeah, good, sir. Good stuff. Last one here, and it's the hardest one. Uh-oh. We're talking mid-1990s. Started his career in Texas. Uh, then he went to the state of New Jersey to play for the Jets. Had a nice, had a nice stint with the Jets. Then he went to Texas, played for the Cowboys. Then he went to Florida. And then he went to Los Angeles, or sorry, to Louisiana, uh, and he finished his career there playing for the Saints. Who do we got here? It's on on defense. This is a defensive back, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Wow, he gets the hardest one on the board. <laughs> that is the Aaron Glenn. I almost included his coaching career, and I would have had a couple more lines there. Finishing yeah, he's- him off. He's awesome, man. He is. He's he's probably gonna be a head coach then too, because he's he's rising the charts as a as a very good coach. I was hoping he was gonna get. I think it was the uh, Saints job. He was yep. he was he was mentioned in. I would have liked to see him get that job. Yeah, yeah. I, he def, smart dude. He could definitely yeah. play. He could lock down. He was the first Revis for the Jets, man. Love. He was, he was he was small. He was like what five eight and a half, five yeah. nine. He was he was just locked down before lockdown corners even were for the Jets. Yeah. Loved it. I'm, you nailed that, man. You nailed that segment. <laughs> yeah, me sweating, man. I was nervous. I, I, dude, when I was putting it together, I was sweating. I was like, this is a lot of lines. I was like, maybe this is too much. As I'm nah, putting that's it awesome. Together, it's a good I'm game. Like, I was like, it was a good idea. It was in my head. I was like, yeah, this may be work. And then as I'm putting it out there, I was like, holy. Like some of these guys had some careers. <laughs> that's wild. Man. Yeah. Well, hey, Tyson, thank you so much, man, for joining us to talk Jets. As I mentioned, uh, I'm surrounded on this show by Patriots fans, and our fourth co- and our fourth co-host is a San Francisco fan. Oh, I'm behind enemy lines, man. I I never get to talk <laughs> Jets and talk talk about it in a positive way. So, you know, it's been a fun day for me today talking with Justin first of the of the Jet Press, yes, sir. and then you have and you guys want to check him out, man. He's got his Twitter handle right here on the screen at Talk Jets Radio, and then Let's Talk Jets is the YouTube. It's great stuff, man. You guys have a lot of great stuff. I went through and watched a lot of videos. So if you want to know about the New York Jets and have, you know, some of the insight from guys who have the thumb on the pulse, it's this. No, I, Well, first, thank you for having me, man. Anytime you want to talk Jets, I'm always down. I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. And like I said, we're, a, we're an uncensored channel, man. So we got a lot of chaos on our channel. So. Ah, I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When it's, when it's me and the other three guys, it's – Things get a little thing, things go off the rails quick. I actually have a graphic that's a train crashing for when we <laughs> when we go off the rails. Oh, no, that's like, awesome, right, man. Let's get into it. But uh, I'm looking forward to this whole week. We're previewing AFC East. We got Bills people coming in on Thursday. Uh, I didn't even mention that. I have family who are Buffalo Bills fans. I am okay. surrounded. So I, <laughs> you know, it's nice to have football friends. back, though, right? It's like nice to actually have oh. like action on the field you could actually talk about now. So it's I awesome. So looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to week one and beating the Ravens. Let's go. So if people want to follow at Talk Jets Radio, 
Give these guys a follow, a like, and a subscribe on YouTube. And check us out on Twitter. Um, the whole show is going to be up there on Twitter right now. And uh, I'll be putting up clips as well. You can follow us at EMQ Podcast and visit EMQPodcast.com. Tyson, thank you so much, man. And J-E-T-S, baby. Let's go. Thank you. you got it.